0: hello and welcome to the soul alignment podcast my name is kiara and i'm a channel energy healer and soul mentor this podcast is here to inspire and support you to live a soul aligned magical and fulfilling life i will share with you guidance practices interviews and inspiring insights so that you can start to align with your soul and connect to your deepest essence i'm so excited for you to be here Hello and welcome back, welcome to today's episode. I'm super excited to talk about psychic abilities and how to activate them today Um, because it's definitely one of the topics that a lot of you are interested in, um, a lot of the people I work with. They or one of their goals is to, yeah, tap more into their psychic abilities um, and to just strengthen, um, yeah, those gifts basically. And um, so, yeah, let's dive into it. So, basically, what I want to say first is that everyone, every person on this planet has psychic abilities. Um, For a lot of people they are blocked um, and they don't have any access to them but that doesn't mean that they're not there and that they cannot be developed. Um, The thing is that for some people it comes a lot more naturally and it's a lot easier to um, tap into those gifts. Um, It's with like, like with any other ability basically Um, some people are very good at certain sports um, and others just need more time to um, develop those skills basically Um, so there's definitely this factor that kind of determines whether yeah it's going to be super easy for you um, or if it needs a bit more work but it's definitely something that every person can develop if they want to And just in case you're new to all of this, I just want to quickly explain what psychic abilities are. So basically, psychic abilities uh, describe the ability to perceive information that might not be visible with your eyes, basically. So perceiving um, energies, information, um, information from spirits, Um, Some people use it also to tap into past lifetimes, into future timelines. Um, So basically, yeah, perceiving and gaining information about um, things and facts that you might not be able to see or that you might not be able to find out in any rational or logical way or by asking someone or reading about something um yeah and there are different psychic abilities um which we will talk about but before we go into that i just want to share a little bit about what you can actually use your psychic abilities for so there are so many different ways people use them um, but some of the most common ones are Obviously, to find out more about yourself, about your soul, to gain deeper awareness of yourself. Um, Some people use them for their business. I do that quite a lot. Um, I work with my spiritual guides and use my psychic abilities to, yeah, find out what I'm going to offer next. um, What's the best next step in my business? and I know quite a few people who, who do that as well. Um, and then you can find out more about your past lifetimes. This is also something that I yeah really, really love working with, um, because when you have your psychic abilities activated, you can definitely go and yeah tap into past lifetimes, into future timelines and yeah just find out more about uh, where your soul is coming from um, where your soul is going and everything that happens in between or that's happening in between Um, and yeah a lot of energy healers use their psychic abilities as well um, to yeah gain deeper understanding of uh, their clients And yeah, I mean, you can literally use them for pretty much anything, Um, whether it's your health, your relationships, your patterns. Um, If you really have them activated, you can definitely gain a lot of insights and also, of course, to connect with your spirit guides and to, yeah, build a relationship with them to communicate with them to ask them questions to ask them for guidance. Um, yeah these are all ways that you can use your psychic abilities for but of course yeah there are so many more like I don't really think that there is a limit um, to yeah what you can what you can ask what you can use them for. Um, yes, but let's go into how you can actually activate your psychic abilities and again there are so many different factors to that and to some degree it really depends on you personally and on what it is that you personally need but there are definitely things that I found um, that always have really great results and that work for a lot of people um, if you combine them. Um, So I usually find that there's not just one thing to do and then you will have activated your psychic abilities just like that. Usually it's different, um, yeah, things that you can or need to do in order uh, to activate them. Um, Yeah. And the first thing that if you if you're new to that and you haven't worked with your psychic abilities at all, um, the first thing I would really, really recommend is to get clear on your dominant psychic abilities, Um, because knowing in which way the information will come in um, can really support you in Yeah, developing them because, for example, if you are, yeah, if you're not clairvoyant, but you think that psychic information will come as um, pictures and as visuals, you're just gonna sit there waiting for that to happen. While there might actually be other ways um, that this information is coming in for you, and you just won't notice it because you're so focused on trying to see something. Um yeah and just to make that a bit more clear so there are four main psychic abilities um that I see for people and the first one is claircognizance and that basically means clear knowing um and this psychic ability or a way you can tell that you might be claircognizant is uh, if you have if you often have a strong knowing about people or situations um so you just have this yeah like very profound intense gut feeling but it's not really a gut feeling because it's more like a knowing if that makes sense (laughs) um and you also often get ideas or inspiration out of nowhere so for example when you're just like walking somewhere, when you're in the shower, when you're in the car, something just kind of drops into your mind, um, even though you might have been thinking about something completely different. And another sign is that um, you often tend to know what's going to happen next or what a situation is going to, um, yeah, how a situation is going to turn out. Um, These are all signs that claircognizance might be one of your dominant psychic abilities and then there is clairvoyance clairvoyance means clear seeing and one way you can tell that you might uh, be clairvoyant is if you have a very strong imagination and it's very easy for you to imagine things in your mind and like really visually see them in your mind um, if that's something that comes super easy to, to you because for a lot of people it doesn't um there are a lot of people who yeah just cannot imagine things in a visual way in their minds um and then they are probably not clairvoyant um but if that's something that comes easy to you um you might actually be clairvoyant um Another thing that clairvoyant people usually show is that they're very creative um, and you might be very drawn to, yeah, like beautiful things or art um, or you might even be a photographer or you might be interested in photography or anything visual, basically. And another sign is that a lot of clairvoyant people uh, have very vivid dreams and can remember them visually. Um, yeah, so if that resonates with you, one of your dominant psychic abilities might be clairvoyance. And then there's um, clairaudience. And this means clear hearing. Um and this is basically there are two ways or yeah two ways to clairaudience um some audience people uh hear the voices inside of their minds so it's not something that's outside of them it's more like different voices talking in your head um (laughs) that sounds a bit weird but yeah that's what it is um or it can also happen on the outside um, so basically if you actually hear the voices outside of you as if they were in the same room with you um, but yeah on the outside talking to you um, yes and so some of the um, signs that you might be clairaudient is if you often hear ringing or like sounds high-pitched noises um, in your ears you tend to learn really well through the auditory channel so if you hear something um, you yeah remember it really easily Um, so I don't know if you've if you went to school or to university and you might have realized that listening to someone talking is actually a good way for you to learn or you might have recorded things, um, so that you can uh, learn them by heart, remember them, then you might actually be clairaudient, Um, and you also might tend to talk to yourself, um, and you're very sensitive to sound and music, Um, so yeah, you might just feel Very triggered by um, sounds or music that you don't like, and you're very activated, and um, yeah, you can get very much into music or sounds that you do like. Um, Yeah, and then there's clairsentience, and clairsentience means clear feeling. um, And you, yeah, (laughs) clairsentient people usually notice that they're clairsentient uh, because they feel very, very drained after being in big crowds. um, Because it basically means that you feel very deeply and you feel the emotions of people around you. You sense energies of people and places around you. So if you go to big crowds and you spend quite a lot of time there, um, you can feel very overwhelmed because yeah, you're literally open to what everyone else is feeling, what everyone else's energy is like and obviously it depends on people's energy. So if you're in a space where um, yeah, people are in a very high energetic state, it might not feel as draining. Um, but yeah, you'll still notice that you've been um, in a big crowd. Um, and yeah, as I said, clairsentient people can sense energies around them. So even if you go to um, a house or a room, uh, you might be able to feel the energy that's in there. Um, and yeah, you might or you will, if you're clairsentient, you will feel other people's emotions and you will notice if they're angry or if they're sad um, or if they're happy. Um, and If you're not very aware of that, um, I feel that's, yeah, very much the case for a lot of children. Um, If you're not aware that this is happening, you might take those emotions on as your own. So it's kind of like the other person is angry and suddenly you feel angry too. Um, Yeah, and that, I feel like that was the case for me when I was a child. um, Because I was like so open to, yeah, other people's emotions. Um, So... Yeah, obviously, this can be very confusing. Um, So yeah, if you see yourself in that, you might actually be clairsentient. And I feel like if you want to activate your psychic abilities, uh, it's really important to get clear on how the information is going to come in for you. Because when you're claircognizant, the information will come as a knowing, basically. Like it almost feels like information just being dropped in your mind it's like a thought that's suddenly there um if you're clairvoyant you'll see things like you'll see things in your mind's eye some clairvoyants also see them with their eyes open so again that depends but mostly it starts with seeing um pictures or like little movies basically in your mind um if you're clairaudient you will hear things if you're clairsentient you will feel the information that's coming in um and i think yeah getting clear on that can make it a lot more easy to be aware of what to be aware of <laughs> um so basically yeah just knowing what you have to look out for um when you're trying to receive information because if you're trying to see something and you're actually more prone to receiving, um, yeah, thoughts and claircognizant information, um, you might just miss that and you might think it's not working for you. So, yeah, get clear on that. Um, And yes, then the second point um, is some kind of practice to um, clear your mind. And to calm down your thoughts basically. So this can look like a meditation practice. Um, where you spend at least a few minutes a day. Just focusing on your breath for example. Or just focusing on something inside of your body. Um, to really learn. Yeah to kind of get your your thoughts. Your ego out of the way. Um, because especially in the beginning. With psychic abilities, um, your mind, your ego, they will come in a lot and they will probably make you feel like um, you're making it all up and make you question things. So it's really good to, yeah, have some way to be able to focus on what you're actually receiving, even if it's just a few minutes a day. Um, Like... I don't meditate a lot (laughs) Um, some days I just take a few minutes just to like clear my mind and that's it Um, but yeah especially in the beginning it might um, yeah just need some more time for you um, to yeah clear your mind and have an open um, an open energy basically to receive information and something that I noticed um, related to that that I think is not very often talked about is um, the importance of being able to be in your feminine energy Um, because every person has feminine and masculine energies within them, right? Um, So you basically have an inner masculine and an inner feminine. Um, And for most of us, we tend to be a lot more comfortable in one of those and spend most of our lives living from one of those energies. Um, So yeah, for example, what I see for a lot of women is that um, they have difficulties to be in their feminine energy. And the feminine is basically about um, receiving, about allowing, about feeling, about surrendering basically. And the masculine is more like taking action and structure and planning and um, providing, basically. Um, and yeah, if you are like in the today's working world, um, you might yeah have learned to be more in your masculine and to like every day show up. Um, be a lot in like action mode and get things done and have your to-do list um, and all of that and kind of forget to take this time to just feel and to just be with your body and to be in this um, energy of allowing and receiving and letting things come to you instead of being in this rational, um, being in your rational mind, trying to um, plan things and um, find logic behind everything and what I find here um, yeah through working with clients is that those who are able to tap into their feminine energy and to be open to receiving to be open to surrendering not knowing what's going to happen they have usually they usually have an easier time um, to learn, to work with their psychic abilities because they're able to just relax and let go basically instead of, yeah, trying to make sense of everything um, with their rational mind or trying to, yeah, like take all the right steps instead of just tuning in with your body and feeling um, what's actually happening. Um, So I'm not saying that it's bad to be in your masculine energy like not at all we definitely need that as well Um, but for a lot of us we're more in the masculine Um, and this usually has served us really well Uh, a lot of us have needed it to protect ourselves to live our lives Um, yeah and often to um, yeah just go through Everything that we're going through in today's world. Um, so yeah, don't feel bad if if you find yourself in that um, because that was definitely me for most of my life, like constantly being disconnected from my body, um, yeah, doing everything to um, yeah, just being in action mode all the time, not listening to my body's needs, not listening to my cycle. Um, And even if I felt low, if I was in pain, if I had my period, I just kind of, yeah, try to um, move over that and just do what I set out to do that day. Um, And yeah, it's just something that we can slowly unlearn. Um, But yeah, what I want to say with that is that... um, Connecting more to your inner feminine, to your feminine energy um, can be very, very, very supportive of activating your psychic abilities and um, receiving psychic information. Because literally everything about psychic abilities and channeling is connected to the feminine energy in the sense that you need to be open to just receive and just allow things to flow in without trying to control them and without trying to, um, yeah, use your rational mind. Um, and yeah, all of this is like very feminine energy. Um, so yeah, I find that the more you work with your feminine, the more you heal that. Um, if, if you tend, if you're someone who's more in your masculine, the easier it will be for you to activate your psychic abilities and um yes some ways you can do that is to yeah spend time getting in touch with your womb space like just place your hands over your womb space for a few minutes and just feel like just feel um what's present like what emotions are you holding there what's the energy like does it feel flowing does it feel stagnant does it feel heavy um and just like yeah opening your awareness to that um and then what i also find can yeah really get you into the feminine energy is just taking some time to dance intuitively like just let your body do whatever she needs to do basically um Whatever you feel, um, just yeah, be intuitive about that. Like it's with the feminine energy, it's a lot about feeling, connecting with your body, intuition, um, and just allowing yourself to be in that moment. In whatever way you're there, basically. Um, you can also do something creative uh, while you're connecting with your womb space, because a lot of the creativity is coming from your womb space your sacral chakra Um, womb healing is very very beneficial and yeah in general healing your feminine Um, because when I started um, on my journey of activating my psychic abilities I was definitely still a lot more in my masculine Um, and it still worked like you can still receive things um, even when you're more used to being in your masculine but what I then found is that the moment I started to work more with my feminine and become more comfortable being in my feminine it was a completely different level of um, being able to yeah channel use my psychic abilities um, because I was so because I was getting more in touch with um this energy of surrender and receiving um yeah and for receiving of course, another thing you can do is to work with your heart chakra, especially the, um, yeah, the back end of your heart chakra, which is not in the front of your chest, like that's the um, that's the giving um, end of your heart chakra. And at the back, um, so like your upper back is the receiving end of your heart chakra. And for a lot of us, the receiving um, side of our hearts is very blocked because we're not allowing ourselves to receive. It doesn't feel safe. We're not used to it. Um, But when it comes to the energy of receiving, um, whether it's support or psychic um, abilities or love, whatever, What really helps is to work with that and unblock that, um, because I find that also helps with, um, yeah, connecting more to your psychic abilities. All right. And then number three um, of what I find really important for activating your psychic abilities is healing your blocks from past lifetimes, from your ancestors, from your childhood. And yeah, especially the energetic blocks and the emotional blocks that might be there. And this is work, yeah, that I do a lot of the time. Um, And for example, when it comes to past lifetimes, um, in connection with psychic abilities, what a lot of people experience is that they have past life blocks around that. Like they have energetic blocks um, in their system that tells them that it's not safe to activate their psychic abilities, to tap into their psychic abilities. And this is usually the case if you've had past lifetimes where you were persecuted or ostracized or excluded from your community, from your family because you had um, psychic abilities or healing abilities. And if you think of the witch hunts, for example, like that's a very classic example, um, yeah, that a lot of people still deal with. Because if you've had a lifetime during that time or during any other time where people were persecuted for their gifts, for their connection to nature, for their healing abilities, um, if you've had a lifetime like that um, and it ended in a traumatic way, there is this energy in your system or for a lot of people then they have this energy in their system that basically tells them don't do that again don't go there again because something bad will happen you might be killed you might be um, rejected by everyone around you your family will reject you your friends will reject you um, because that has literally been your experience in the past right so this is in general how past lives work or past life trauma works there is this energy um, in your system that yeah basically makes it feel dangerous or impossible or um, not safe to um, connect to certain gifts or abilities or situations um, yeah so what's really important there and I feel like this is one of the big things that you can do for your psychic abilities is to work with the healer to heal the past lifetimes um, where something like that happened and to heal the past life blocks that are making it harder for you to um, tap into your gifts and it's the same um, or not the same but similar with your ancestral lineage Um, so what I often see with clients is that they have ancestors that had negative experiences with psychic abilities or that were taught to fear psychic abilities or that um, had experiences where they felt um, if they step into that, if they really, um, yeah, if they're open about having these abilities or being interested in those abilities, that, um, yeah, they will be laughed at or they will be excluded from their friend circle or their family. Um, Or, for example, ancestors who grew up um, in a very religious way, or even if you grew up in a very religious way. um, And for some reason, that specific religion doesn't allow for, yeah, things like that to be present where it only allows for like a very specific connection um, to be there. This can also block um, your access to psychic abilities um, and your ancestors access to that and really impact yeah, the way you feel about it because we're all connected to our ancestors and you will have beliefs and patterns and energies that were passed down um, through your lineage, and I see people who yeah have like fear or doubt about psychic abilities passed down through several generations, um usually to protect them um because their ancestors want to protect them and they don 't want them to yeah, have any any trauma, any negative experiences in the present lifetime. Um, so that will or can be felt as a block or a fear around your psychic abilities. And this is also something that can be healed uh, through ancestral work and ancestral healing. Um, yeah. and then another thing that's important when it comes to ch- uh, psychic abilities is your childhood. Um, because a lot of children are born psychic um, and are born with their psychic abilities very open Um, and what happens then is um, if they're not in an environment where people have an awareness of that or an understanding or are able to support them through their experiences these children will often shut their abilities down and kind of intentionally disconnect from that um because they don't understand it it doesn't feel safe it feels like they're the only ones um and they kind of try to yeah fit more into the reality that the people around them live basically um, And something that can also happen is that if you're a child and you're clairvoyant, for example, and you see things at night, you can see spirits, you can see energies um, and no one's there to like, yeah, help you make sense of that. This can feel very, very scary. Um, For example, yeah, that was the case for me and my parents always told me, that I'm just making it up or I just had a bad dream. But for me, this was very real. And like looking back, I'm realizing now that I was clairvoyant when I was a child um, and I was constantly like seeing spirits and energies around me, especially at night. Um, And yeah, obviously, that's very scary. And if no one can like help you make sense of it and you know that that's there and you it's not a dream um obviously you'll try to yeah disconnect from that in order to feel safe basically um or if you if you're clairsentient and you feel a lot of energies a lot of emotions it can be extremely overwhelming um if you don't have any tools to to support you or to protect you um so the same thing will happen um you'll often try to disconnect from your abilities to disconnect from um yeah these gifts basically so a lot of people come out of their childhood having yeah shut down their psychic abilities intentionally disconnected from them so that they can yeah live in the world that we live in today um and that they can function in a way that doesn't make them constantly question their reality versus the reality of everyone else around them. And then another way to, um, yeah, start activating your psychic abilities is energy activations. Um, And yeah, what I find super beneficial is working with your chakras. um, And not just your upper chakras, because yeah, obviously we associate or connect the upper chakras with psychic abilities, like especially the third eye chakra and the crown chakra. And they are very important, like it's very important to unblock and clear and activate those chakras um, in order to work with your psychic abilities. But it's also very important to work with your lower chakras, because, for example, if your root chakra is very, very blocked and very, um, yeah, Dense with with energies, with stagnant energies, you won't be able to hold um, a lot of the energy that you're receiving, um, or that you need to be able to receive, that you need to be able to hold, in order to work with your psychic abilities. Um, So yeah, what's also important is to work with the lower chakras to increase and um, expand your ability to hold those energies because especially the root chakra is yeah responsible for holding high vibrational energies in our bodies and the more capacity we have in the lower chakras the more energy we can hold um, and yeah that's why it's important to work with the lower chakras as well and not just the upper ones um, and you can do that through energy work you can also do that through certain types of yoga kundalini yoga for example is very very good for activating those energy centers um and you can also do that through meditation um yeah and another thing i work with when it comes to activation is um activating past life energies and past lifetimes where you were very in touch with your psychic abilities. Um, so, for example, if you had a lifetime where you were a very embodied healer or channel or psychic, um, you can go back to that lifetime and kind of yeah reconnect with this version of yourself, which is basically you just in a different life, just embodying different energies. Um, so if you go back there, you reconnect with that, um, your soul will slowly start to remember. And this can lead to a lot of yeah, activation and remembrance in your body. Um, or let's say you had a priestess lifetime, for example, um, because yeah, the priestess is basically the ultimate channel. Like connected to herself, to her body, to the divine and being able to channel through information. Um, And if you had lifetimes like that, um, which yeah, quite a few people have, um, then reconnecting to that and like supporting your soul and remembering um, the work you did in this lifetime can also really help to activate more of your psychic abilities. and yeah, obviously, third eye clearing, opening, um, anything you can do to work with your third eye is really, really beneficial um, for quite a lot of people. I find that light language works super well because it kind of bypasses our rational mind. Um, because I think you can find a lot of good meditations um or yeah processes for clearing your third eye but if you're someone who whose mind tend to tends to get in the way or if you for some reason can't focus on in meditations um or whatever other reason um maybe it's just not for you um then i think light language activations and healings um can be very beneficial because yeah light language is basically a language that speaks directly to your soul, like it's not something that you can um, understand in the way you usually understand language if you speak it, but it's something that works more on a vibrational level, on a soul level. Um, and you, I think, you can find light language activations, or I'm sure you can online. Um, you can also go to my Instagram and look at my free offerings. I also have um, yeah light language activations there um, or included in the sessions that I that I offer for free um, that will help you um, open your chakras, your third eye, your psychic abilities. and this is really something if you feel drawn to it, definitely try it. Um, and if you don't, Maybe it's not for you, but if you feel a pull as I'm saying that, or if you feel like a spark of interest, um, definitely yeah, check that out. Or you can even message me on Instagram if you have any questions about it, or if you need uh, recommendations. Um, yeah, because light language is definitely something that is very supportive for psychic abilities as well. And then there is the physical aspect of psychic abilities um, which I also think a lot of people kind of bypass or it's just not something that we naturally think about when we think about psychic abilities because obviously it's a very energetic thing um, but you also have to consider that you're living in a physical body you're living here in the physical world and you are channeling information and um, you're channeling psychic um, information in your physical body so you have to consider like in my opinion you have to consider your physical body Um, and again yeah what i see is very beneficial um, not just for energy work in general um, but especially for psychic abilities is um to yeah really tune in with your body and see if you might need some kind of detox you might need some kind of um way to help you let go of toxins or heavy metals in your body um because those they really really lower your vibration like especially heavy metals which we all have to some degree like every person has some some amount of heavy metals in their body from food, from the things that they're cooking with, from water, from wherever it might come from. Um, yeah, there are a lot of different ways you can get heavy metals into your body um, in yeah, today's world, basically. Um, so, yeah, it's quite natural that we have that. But the more you support your body in letting go of that, um, the more... Or the easier it gets to raise your vibration, basically, because you can literally imagine um, these things that don't really belong in your body, pulling your vibration down. Like they're making it a lot more heavy than it actually needs to be. And if you want to channel, if you want to connect to your psychic abilities, you need to raise your vibration, right? Like you need to, yeah, yeah, raise your vibration. (laughs) That's the sentence. Um... And if you want to do that and you have something that constantly pulls you down, it's just going to be a lot harder. Um, So what I can recommend from personal experience, because I was someone who had a lot of toxins, a lot of heavy metals in their body, because, yeah, I was um, chronically sick for quite a long time. I was taking a lot of medication. Um, I didn't grow up with, um, yeah, the best way of eating um so yeah, long story short, um, I had a lot of that in my body, and the moment I um started to yeah support my body and letting go of that through food, um everything changed basically, and it almost felt like my psychic abilities just. Yeah, blew open (laughs) so to speak. Um, Of course there were still things that I needed to do like um, past life healing and meditating definitely helped and everything that I told you before. I still think that's very important but a good way to start um, is definitely your physical body Um, and I see that again and again with clients that with everything else they do, the moment they start to also focus on their bodies, um, it's so much easier, like it's so much easier to work with your psychic gifts. Um, if, yeah, if you start to bring in a lot more high vibrational food, which is basically living foods that have um, seen a lot of um, yeah sunlight and nature and by living food, I don't mean uh, meat <laughs> I mean um food that's still alive, basically, so um yeah, food that hasn't been processed, um fruit like raw fruit, raw vegetables, um, and things like that um because they naturally have a very high vibration, basically, um because yeah, they haven't been. Processed in any way, um, they haven't been worked with in any way, they just still carry the vibration that they have. Um, And if you bring more of that into your body, you're naturally raising your vibration. Um, And if you combine that with letting go of heavy metals, letting go of toxins, um, yeah, in my opinion, that can really support you on your journey of activating your psychic abilities. and yeah one source i can really recommend for that is um, the medical medium like i work with that information a lot it's helped me heal um, all of the physical symptoms i had uh, which were like down to autoimmune conditions and um, yeah like dozens of very very heavy symptoms and yeah, this information—if you just look for Anthony William Medical Medium, you can find a lot of information there. Um, if you want to specifically look at um, yeah detoxing heavy metals, um, there is a recipe for um, heavy metal detox uh, smoothie that you can find if you Google that combined with Medical Medium. But yeah, if you have any questions about that, definitely let me know. Um, And I mean, yeah, I don't want to (laughs) like make you change your, your diet or make you change what you feel is right for your body. It's just something that has worked for me, something that has worked for a lot of clients. And obviously, if you try that, you do that on your own risk. Like I'm not here to give you any, yeah, nutritional information or tell you what to do with your body um yes just to make that clear um but i still feel like sharing that information because yeah it's helped me a lot with psychic abilities and yeah the last thing that i want to share is just yeah some simple things and tools yeah you can implement to support your psychic ability practice Um, so for example crystals are very very beautiful to support you um, with um, your psychic abilities and i think my favorite crystals for channeling and for yeah connecting to my psychic abilities are apophyllite and amethyst and I use apophyllite for every session like I always keep it close to me um, because it's a crystal that yeah makes it easier to connect to higher dimensions it really works on clearing your channel Um, so I really love that crystal and um, amethyst is very good for your third eye You can even just place an amethyst on your third eye for a few minutes every day to start activating um, your psychic abilities and your third eye. Um, Something else I can recommend, um, but that's more for like, yeah, the long term basically, is to use some kind of, yeah, sensory or like smell basically. Um, For example, I use incense. Every time I channel, every time I, um, yeah, connect with my psychic abilities and because I've done that from the start, like every time I wanted to channel, I um, burn some incense, my body knows instantly what's going to happen. So I think at some point it creates this anchor and as soon as you smell incense or whatever you want to use, like you can also use um, these like oils. Um, your body just knows what's going to happen and I feel like for me as soon as I smell it my body is like okay that's what's going to happen Um, so I think yeah if you want to create like a sensory anchor I don't know if you can say it like that if that's like the right word but I think you know what I mean Um, that's definitely something that yeah can help you uh, long term and another thing is yeah, create a sacred space for yourself. If you want to work with your psychic abilities, um, really treat it like something um, sacred, something special. Um, Yeah, because if you just like go through your day and you're like, oh, okay, I have a question and you're like, I don't know, like in the kitchen where you usually do like other things than channeling or connecting with your guides, Um, it might just be a lot harder because you're not really in that space basically so what I can recommend is really creating yeah like a space for you where you feel undisturbed where you feel comfortable um, where you might have your crystals your incense Um, you can even clear that space energetically just to make you feel like comfortable and safe and of course that doesn't mean that you can't channel in the kitchen like you can (laughs) if you want to but especially in the beginning I feel like creating a space that's just for that um, just to practice that um, can be very helpful Um, same with things like music or yeah like I remember in the beginning um, I always used to play like the same song before I had my very first client sessions and that was Together with the incense, that was something that, yeah, really helped me prepare, basically. Because after doing that a few times, my system knew, okay, it's that smell, that song. um, We we know what's going to happen, basically. Like, we're getting into channeling mode, basically. Um, So, yeah, you can also use that if that's something that helps you or gets you in this, like, mood of opening, of receiving, um yeah so I think these were like the most important things that I feel can really help you activate your your psychic abilities um one more thing that just came to mind um is to let your spirit guides know that you're ready to activate these abilities even if you're not at a point yet where you can feel them or you can see them or you can actually talk to them, like call in your spirit guides and let them know I'm ready. I'm open for any kind of support. I'm open for any kind of help um, because that will basically give them permission to, yeah, like support you in this journey of of opening and activating um, the abilities that... I'm very sure you have if you've been drawn to this podcast especially um, because I feel like every person who is interested in yeah, in those abilities or has this feeling of, oh, I wish I could do that. I wish I was psychic, like every person I have ever worked with who was like that um, was actually a very natural psychic um, because... It's like this this feeling, this desire um, that your soul is telling you, let's do that again, like, let's go there, let's open that. Um, So if you feel that like deep pull um, towards working with your abilities, definitely honor and trust that Um, and trust that, yes, you can activate those abilities. Um, It might take some time, it might take some work. Uh, but it's definitely not something that um yeah you either have or don't have um you don't need to be born with it in the sense that you've always had access to it like your entire life. most people don't um i didn't I wasn't spiritual at all i wasn't i didn't think I was psychic at all um throughout my life um so yeah so often it's just that we're very blocked um and that's definitely something that can be worked with so yeah if you want support with that if you want more information on um yeah how to work with the energetic side and like past lifetimes ancestral lineages your childhood when it comes to psychic abilities um I use that I do that in all of my programs in my work with one-on-one clients um yeah it's definitely something I work with every day so if you're interested in that definitely send me a message on Instagram for example at uh, Kiara Nala Nala with a double a um Or, yeah, just click on the link in my bio. You can find info about the programs I'm currently offering. There's definitely psychic ability work included. Um, And, yeah, I feel like in the programs I run, this is one of the most interesting topics for a lot of people. And one of the things that they, yeah, just want to develop. So... Um, oftentimes we work with that a lot uh, with all the groups that um, I run and that I take through my programs so yeah I hope this was interesting for you I hope you learned something new um, definitely let me know I'm always happy if you yeah, share your experiences your insights um, or if you try one of these um, tips Uh, definitely let me know your experience and of course if you have any questions um, just send me a message and yeah wherever you are wherever you're listening from and uh, what time of day it is for you I hope um, you have a beautiful day or night and yeah I'm excited to hear from you soon Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please subscribe to the Soul Alignment podcast so you never miss anything. If you enjoy what I'm sharing with you, please rate this podcast and leave a review so that other magical souls can find it too. And lastly, follow me on Instagram at Kiara Nala for more inspiring content, free healings and activations, as well as access to my programs.